Hey yo, what up Panda Mafia fam? It's Panda Style here, your leader and founder, and I want to thank you for being on this transmission with me. This is the Panda Style Spaceship Podcast. Every month, we will feature a Denver artist and exclusive content from yours truly. So let's blast off. Hey yo, what up Panda Mafia fam? This is episode 10 with Frequencies, a very special guest with the deep wub vibes. So we get to chat with him and then keep it on lock for the end of this episode because he's going to have a 15 minute set. Hey, what up Panda Mafia fam and my Panda Style tribe. This is episode 10. We're in the double digits now, boy. So I'm excited. I got a dope guest here, Frequencies. He's a Colorado artist out here. Uh, well, we love to get to know a little bit more about you. Any background you want to share with us as far as like where you're from, if you're from Colorado, uh, anything else you want to share about your roots? Love to hear about it. Yeah. So um, I'm actually originally from Omaha, Nebraska. I moved to uh, Colorado in 2017 to, to pursue a uh, career in music. Because, I mean, Denver is the base capital, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also felt like I'd fit better in here with people just because, I don't know, people in Nebraska, not a huge fan, <laughs> you know? Not right. on the same wavelength out there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I moved out here. I loved it ever since. I've been out here for um, five years now. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, that's what's up. Do you like it or love it? I love it, honestly. I mean like the mountains and stuff, just nature, dude. It's just awesome. I mean, where I'm from, there's cornfields and cornfields and cornfields. And that's, that's what I was it. thinking. I was like, when you said Nebraska, my mind immediately went to corn. So, you know, hey, they got something. They got something. I mean, that- don't get me wrong. Nebraska corn's better than any other corn, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that's cool. Definitely pursuing your dreams then. That's awesome, man. And congrats for taking that leap you know yeah thank you yeah hell yeah well with that what do you think inspires you to be a part of the scene like the edm world in general and creating music you know because i see your producer out here i got mad love for that uh that's how we got linked up was i saw your stuff on soundcloud but yeah the algorithm on soundcloud's pretty dope so i feel like it's pretty accurate to connect you with like music that you're listening to and that like have relatable tracks or like people that are relatable to the stuff you're already listening to. Right. And so I could appreciate that a lot. And I just wanted to know, yeah, what kind of like attracted you to EDM music? I mean, from, for starters, I've been a musician for a while. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, um, had a lot of hip hop influence growing up. I mean, I was listening to Eminem, um nwa you know whole bunch of stuff and i tried to pursue (laughs) being a rapper when i was like six or seven years old and how tight that quickly came to a halt but then uh i picked up the drums i did percussion in my school band in elementary school and then um played guitar from 2010 to 2018 i think so about nine years nice then i quit playing because my hands suck. I think I have early onset arthritis. It's just like mm. really painful to play and write and stuff like that. But yeah, what got me into electronic music, I'm honestly going to say it was my sister. She, she's the one who showed me um, 
numerous different artists and was like, oh, just check this stuff out. And I know you listen to a bunch of music. So um, the first song I think I heard was White Satin by Zed's Dead. And mm-hmm. I mean, those guys have resonated with me since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like creating electronic music, it, back in 2016, I saw uh, Flux Pavilion. He was my first bass show. And um, I felt something I never felt before. I mean, the energy was just insane. And I fell in love with it immediately. It was just awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to do that to people, you know, like the whole sense of crowd control and just like people getting lost in the music and just like they can escape their realities for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So after that, I went to Guitar Center literally the very next day, spent all the money I had on a mixer, Ableton speakers and headphones and the rest is history. Sweet. I love that. I love that you had some interconnection with your fam, you know, and they were like, hey, at least check it out if it's not for you, whatever. And you went ahead on that trend, you know, like taking that path and you're like, okay, let's see where this goes. And then from there, you know, like you said, just kind of history and it's now being written with you having the pen in hand, you know, like you. Yeah. You create your destiny and you can decide like what kind of music you put out there, what you vibe with. And then other people will definitely be attracted to that hundred percent, especially if you're like doing it with that intention, you know, like you just want to be able to have people have an escape or even just something to believe in. Have you heard yeah, that seriously. song by Flex? <laughs> uh, I don't think I actually have something to believe in. It's got to be a newer one. I thought, oh, I my bad. That's that's a uh, Dr. P, I think. Oh, Dr. P. Okay. I, I think, think I it is. Have. It goes like something to believe in. <laughs> okay. That's, okay. Yeah. Let's ring a bell. Cause I saw I'm, him at yeah. Lost Lands. I think it was year one Lost Lands is where I saw him. And yeah. Yeah. Never shout got out super to Dr. P. Into Dr. P. But yeah, no, dude's, mm-hmm. dude's a fucking madman. Wicked, wicked on the, on the beats. Yeah. But on the dubstep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that's interesting too because. It seems like your if I were to put a genre on it, it would be probably more like D Wubs. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, honestly. I mean, that's kind of what I strive for. Um, I try to like do everything a little bit differently. You know, if I've heard something before, I'm always like I really critique myself. I'm like, oh no, this sounds too much like this. I gotta change mm-hmm. it up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. which is a good and a bad thing, I guess. But yeah, D yeah. is definitely what I uh shoot for. Yeah, and that's kind of like up and coming out here too. Like the scene for underground bass is huge uh, in in Colorado. I would say like different collectives. Society is one of them, but I was also thinking of Submission. They, mm-hmm. yeah, they strive for the underground. So you know that the fact that you're like, okay, I'm like, this is what I'm aiming for with my sound. There's definitely people out there that are going to want to hear that. And I'm sure you you notice that on like SoundCloud and, you know, streams and stuff. But like as far as the scene out here, there's definitely a um, a market for it, you know? Oh, most definitely. I mean, the sound system culture out here is huge. I mean, I love I used to love going to like really loud dubstep, like um, mainstream dubstep is what I call it, like excision and stuff like that. Yeah, and- yeah. I kind of grown out of it. Uh, I'm not hating on anybody that's still in it because I mean it's awesome. I mean, like the energy is unmatched there. But oh man, sound system culture, like when the bass is literally just hitting you just right and everything sounds so cohesive and great. It's just mm-hmm. there's nothing quite like it. 
Yeah, and that's where I feel like bass music has evolved a little bit, and I feel you on that same level. Like, you know, I don't, I don't got hate for people that still like the mainstream and stuff, but it's like where my focus is and what I'm doing might not be aligned with that anymore, just as an artist, yeah. you know. And that's okay. Now it's just like shifting. Okay, this this is kind of more what I'm looking for as far as like production value. And, you know, the sound, the sound design oh, yeah. for sure. And I mean, a lot of um, the mainstream dubstep stuff, I just, I've noticed like it all kind of sounds the same anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Taking new heights and new levels, you know what I'm saying? Like artists, I feel like if you're not doing that, if you're not striving for new heights and new levels, you're going to stay stagnant and you're going to notice that shows up in different ways, you know, if that's your own production or if that's like, you know, people coming through and supporting you, like not to say that you won't still get the same hardcore fans, but you got to mix it up. You got to switch it up and no, that's seriously. stay relevant. You know, I think that's that goes with that, too. Yeah. I mean, carve your own lane. You know, I want you know, you, you want people to listen to your stuff and recognize who they're listening to. Right. You know, they, yeah. they don't need to see the artist. They just they remember this song. And I feel like people can connect with an artist a lot better that way versus just like you know, music produced to just crank charts and stuff like that. Well, dope. I would love to know personally what your flow in production looks like. And when you are creating a new song, like what your kind of tactics are and doing it and what DAW you use, like whatever you want to share about it. I would just love to know the process of your production. It's It's very chaotic. I mean, there's no like a to b or a to z way i do things i mean i have a template i use that has everything routed where i need it to be and grouped and stuff like that um but it's it's mostly based off of emotion i mean mm -hmm. um how i'm feeling at that time um if i'm not inspired like honestly what inspires me the most is if i listen to like meditative frequencies nice like for some reason it just like pulls ideas out of my brain like the second <laughs> the second it hits me oh. and yeah, I mean, it's it's all just, you know, I know a song is a song, uh, a good song when I just literally crank through it like real quick. I get the production side done really fast, the idea laid out, and then, you know, I get artsy with the uh, mixing and mastering process. Mm, okay. Yeah, I dig it. Have you ever considered having a Patreon page or like any kind of like tutorials? I actually do have a Patreon page. I put up like a sample pack once. I just, I don't really promote it um, mm -hmm. very much. I probably should, but I don't know. I, yes. I guess I, I just don't think, um, I don't think a lot of people want that from me quite yet. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're putting it out there, there's going to be somebody. And I saw that you were talking about it on your IG story about someone else's Patreon. So I just thought it kind of sparked the question in me to like, huh, would you do that? Because I think, just me having interest in it myself like that's that's one person you know what i'm saying so there, and yeah. there's there's got to be more people that would love that so i'm just saying like if you're willing to put it out there i think that people would be receptive to it so there's that yeah, thanks for reminding me of that i got you you gotta look out <laughs> for each other you know yeah, what I'm saying? 100%. that's that's what makes the music industry thrive and i don't care what anyone else says is that you got to support your your fellow musician your fellow artists and show them the love that you would want to have you know what i mean and it's like that cheesy phrase that oh love makes the world go around but i it mean what really does <laughs> it's like I but, mean, seriously but what else 
you know, like gravity and physics. Eh. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I, I gas up my friends like crazy. I mean, yeah, no, I, I do. Wa- I want them to succeed. Yeah. I want them to go far. I mean, I believe in all my friends. Absolutely. No, I definitely noticed that. Like, I see your stories on IG like 100%, like all the time being like, yo, my homie just dropped this. My homie, yeah. you know, is doing this new ep or la 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 like yeah you're definitely just openly doing it like i don't get the vibe that they asked you to do it you know what i'm saying oh 100 like, not no yeah no and honestly it my brain kind of works in like reverse i guess because when people like ask me to do something no matter what it is it doesn't even have to be music but like i'm always just like no i don't i don't want to do that no. inner no rebel vibe <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like fuck that like hipster yeah. there that, yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> but that's that's okay too you know what i mean like you have your own free will to do whatever you please so uh, you know if you don't want to do something more power to you for not doing it you know because yeah there's there's a something about that for showing yourself love too by saying no to something oh a hundred percent i mean just literally you don't want to drain yourself i mean and it can happen quickly because yeah. like, you can just tell when somebody's like they're not really fucking with you, I guess. Yeah. And it's more damaging than it does good, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. With uh producing be one of your activities of choice, you know, that you'd like to do. Is there other things besides producing that you like to do? Um, I mean, I love, 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 love DJing. I mean, that's so freeing for me. I know that kind of goes hand in hand with producing, but I, I really love curating sets and just like getting lost on my own. Um, but outside of music, I mean, I'm a full time dad and a husband. Right. <laughs> I got- that is a job in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, full time gig right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my kids take up like 80 percent of my time. Every day. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But um, that's that's good that you show them the love and, you know, the energy that that means a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It all starts from day one with, with kids. You just got to show them the right way, teach them mm-hmm. the right things, and mm-hmm. just hope they can turn the world into a better place, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you do your part and teach them what you know, and then they can carry that on and repeat the cycle in a way that's healthy. A hundred percent, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, lit. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Video games is kind of a big one for me. I I, like, take months off at a time from video games, but... I noticed the more time I take off from video games um, without getting too crazy about it, the less creative I am. So mm, mm-hmm. it takes me back to a class I took in college. It was called psychology of play. And basically it just was like, you can, it taught you that the more outlet that you have doing the things that you enjoy, the more creative you're going to be naturally. Mm, and yeah. that's huge. That, that class stuck with me more than any other class. Oh, cool, man. That's really cool that they talked about that because I feel like that is dope that they were able to talk about the play, you know, because that's just equally as important as like every other part and facet of what is a person. Well, yeah. And, and it's it's really not even talked about, honestly. I mean, everybody yeah. with my background, like my family always told me, like, you know, the standard, get a job, you mm-hmm. know, all mm-hmm. the things you like to do, just get used to not doing them. And I, I hate <laughs> that mindset. And yeah that's what i grew up with that's why that class just blew my mind because i was like yeah it it is important i've noticed this my whole life just like doing things that i actually like to do without being crazy about it then just it just has so much positive effects on me yeah 
yeah and there's a balance to everything right i mean you can't you can't be like all the time play and then not pay attention to the things that are equally as important like there's definitely a balance of like attending to what needs to be attended to but making sure you still have that time for play like 100 keeping that inner child and the creativity mindset is is huge you know and something we need to honor in society so i feel that i agree it's yeah i mean where's the fun yeah yeah and that's where you can't suck the soul out of things you know what i'm saying like you gotta keep it fun and that's part of it is being playful you know having fun falling down getting back up you know what i mean like when you see kids play and they fall down they're not like oh, oh, oh you know they're, <laughs> they're like oh they're like get laughing and shit and oh, then they yeah. get back up so it's yeah going crazy yeah <laughs> yep and i'm sure you can see that in, core values right 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 and i'm sure you can see that within your own children like you know with them oh, every day it's mm-hmm. it's amazing honestly i mean um before i had kids I just, I never pictured myself being a parent. And then, you know, I had my first one and it literally, I mean, the second I found out I was having a kid, it turned my whole life around. I don't even know where I'd be at today if I didn't have a kid. So yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful to raise your own people. (laughs) Yeah. And they can kind of ground you too and like give you more of a uh, insight of where your life is going. You know what I mean? Like they they could give you a purpose is kind mm-hmm. of where i was going with that you know and so that and then and then it brings it something bigger than than you like you you're living now for somebody else too it's not just about you anymore you know what i mean right. so so it takes it out of that shell also just like all right now i gotta step up and that's the choice that you have is to step up or just to remain the same oh yeah yeah i mean to be honest i came from a background without a father and i I would, that was honestly probably the biggest thing. I was like, I, I don't want to have kids because I don't want to do the same thing. But no, it was, mm-hmm. it was 100% different. It was honestly, it was just, I love it. I love it so much. I wouldn't change a thing. Oh, I love that. And I'm glad you stepped up to that plate and you know, you're pursuing that and you're doing it to the fullest extent, you know? So yeah. kudos, man. Cause that's, that's not easy to do, go through something like that and then change it and flip it and be able to not repeat that cycle you know yeah. so right on right on good for you that's what's up with big with big dreams big goals big hopes uh we would love to know where your head is at with that do you have like some big time dreams or like something that you think man if i got past this milestone i've made it uh if you're willing to share that with us 100 percent, yeah um Honestly, my goals are fairly simple. Um, from day one, when I started this project, it was always, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind was just to inspire people like I was inspired and just um, pursue your passion, essentially. And that doesn't even have to be music. I mean, I just advocate for anybody doing the thing that they love and just, you know, shooting for the stars, really, because what better thing can you do? every single day and you know you could make money off of it or you couldn't but it's just i don't know i advocate um very heavily on just making sure you're doing the things that you love to do i Um, love that and then going back to the escapism thing where you know people get lost in a set and stuff like that that's that was always that was my second goal second thing that came to mind um 
And I feel like I've done that at a few shows. You know, you have you have some of the shows that don't turn out too well, but the ones that do are just awesome. And even the ones that that aren't a big turnout, you know, it's still that connection with those like 10 people in the crowd, whatever. It's it's awesome. And just to see people dancing, it's huge. I just it, I don't know. I just feel a sense of happiness when I see people dance into music that I'm playing because it's just like, oh, they're out of their normal reality, whatever that might be. And even if it's just for an hour, it's it's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you can take them on that journey, you know, and that something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives, potentially. So that's really great that you have that mindset too to inspire others, also give them some joy and do what you love as well. You know, I think it's yeah. important that you you are doing it yourself of what you're emanating to others. So, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, that's and- awesome. I mean, I guess playing Red Rocks would be pretty cool, too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You could do it. You could fucking do it. Yeah. Let's get it. Likewise. I heard. Thank you, bro. Wow. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. That's definitely a dream we share. So, you know, we'll put it out there. Universe, however you make that happen. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it. it. Yes. Well, I love it, too. That's so awesome. And uh, with being an artist and you touched on this a little bit already but if you have like a mission statement or an intention what would you say that would be in like one sentence um honestly just to share my art um i just want to share and provide an experience to the listeners that's really it yeah and it goes back to what we were just talking about just escaping reality for a little bit just like music does for me I just want yeah. people to feel that way about my stuff. Mm. For sure. For sure. Well, with being an artist now in Denver or in Colorado in general, would you say that's helped you as an artist grow? Or do you think there's still room for improvement in the scene as far as like, you know, what you see as your own artistry you know what i'm saying because i'm guessing you're like self-managed and stuff like that is that accurate yeah yeah definitely self-managed yeah Um, so you're doing everything you know what i'm saying like you're your own team so you have all the perspectives in that case right yeah yeah um i mean yeah the scene has definitely um helped me grow quite a bit i mean coming from where i'm from in nebraska where the stuff i make it um now is considered noise there so right um and i've made a ton of friends out here um they're all awesome people um but as a scene as a whole i feel like it's still growing you know i feel like it it still has more potential to get to its final destination whenever that might be Mm -hmm. especially with all like the recent events and stuff like that um i'd like to see less of that and i'm glad that i'm involved in a scene that shines a light on that and puts an end to it you know right at the end right at the and are you talking what are you talking about specifically if you don't mind me asking oh all the artists i can't even name them all right now that have just been canceled with all the allegations um and stuff like that like yeah i know it makes a lot of people mad to see that stuff but personally it makes me really happy um to see that just because like it, yeah. it's a safe space for people and right. it wouldn't really, it doesn't really line up with my values to put that stuff under the rug. I, yeah. I don't think it should line up with anybody's values. Right. No, a hundred percent. And I agree. And I think it's good 
to shine a light on it and make it so that we are aware and as humans if we get through things or if we're gonna like transmute energy so that it doesn't have the same effect on us we gotta bring it to the light and be aware of it first like mm -hmm. it exists right oh it does and, and yeah terrible. and then you got to do something about it you know what i mean mm -hmm. put that action in it and yeah it is it is a good thing to see that's happening now and unfortunate for the people that are accused you know because there is that other side of like if you have a platform and then somebody's throwing shade your way and it's not actually true you know but that there's gonna be that whole mess of you know going through it as far as like finding out if it is true or not and that one night that you don't remember something happens you know right yeah and i honestly i feel like um i feel like people are pretty quick to determine what's true and what's not true and um i feel like for the most part it's turned out to be <laughs> every time something's popped up it's been true yeah you, know, you see like the, some of the smaller ones it's not always true or you know they have their statements and fight back on it but i i don't know i like to hear both sides but um when you're talking about an artist in a position of power versus, you know, somebody who's just in the scene, I'm, I'm going people, some people just are ugly and mm -hmm. it sucks. Yeah. But yeah. But it's definitely something that we as artists, you know, I think of it as a responsibility. Like you are taking that responsibility. If you're influencing others to, have uh i would say a morale <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, just some kind decent morals <laughs> honestly yeah just... you know some some <laughs> but yes i i totally feel you on that and it's it is good that people are talking about it you know like I, even if it is in a way that's like twitter beefs like hey we gotta do something about it you know what i'm saying and and everybody deserves to have something that is sacred to them whether that be as an artist and they have their artistry and whatever versus like somebody who's a fan and they really love your stuff you know like mm -hmm. there's there's something sacred to both those things and we can't be tainting it with all this other whatever shit's going on you know and oh, it's like i don't know it's yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah i wouldn't want to be involved if it was just swept under the rug i just i would yeah. feel terrible myself but yeah right I'm just, right i'm happy we're at a time where we can just post something on the internet and it can reach as many people as it needs to reach yeah put it into it so right right well appreciate that perspective and if if there is any local artists that you want to shout out or anybody that you'd like to pay homage to, who would they be? First two that come to mind. Uh, number one, my boy Subculture. I mean, that dude is making power moves this entire last year. Um, his music is unmatched. I honestly think like he is the best deep dubstep producer I have ever heard. Like that dude just, yeah, he strikes a chord in me. He does it right. Um, and then the other one that comes to mind is Yelnats. And that dude is just, he's out of this world. He's crazy. I mean, I've never mm -hmm. heard anything like him. And he, whew, he's also made power moves this year. But, oh, mm. man, that guy is crazy. <laughs> yes, muy loco. But probably, yeah, yeah. probably in a good way, you know, because that means if you're making people 
feel any kind of emotion i feel like in art you're doing a good job uh-huh. but that 100%. could that could be like ruffling feathers sometimes you know what i mean just like what oh, we yeah. were talking about so i mean you know there there's that fine line of like pushing the envelope and oh, yeah. you know fucking fucking with shit so <laughs> i'm glad though that sounds like you know people i'd be willing to look into so check them out you said subculture was the subculture, first one subculture and mm-hmm. then uh yell nuts uh y-e-l-l-g-n-a-t-z okay word i could put like their stuff in the Tipper. description are they in colorado like denver or are they like spread out a little bit i know uh subculture he's in boulder and then mm-hmm. i think uh yell nuts is in fort collins still Okay. I know he's talking about moving to Denver. Um, I need to check up on that guy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're like, how is he doing? Yeah, yeah right? right. People come into our fields or like our energy for certain reasons. So you know, hundred percent. Maybe yeah. need to check in with homeboy, see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any upcoming events or what you got in the books right now? Um, honestly, I've taken a little hiatus. Um, since September. I played a just a little renegade out in the middle of nowhere. That was awesome. But mm-hmm. my next show um, coming up is uh, January twenty first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going back to back with Subculture. Oh, word. Okay, lit. Where is that at? It's gonna be at the uh, Black Box. We're gonna be in the lounge at the Black Box, and you nice. should definitely be there because yeah, the chemistry me and that guy have when it comes to music is insane. So you don't want to okay. miss it. Heck yeah, man. Check it. So you said January uh, 21st, January 21st, yep. 2023, 2023. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. 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 It's happening. Whether we like it or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dang it. No, it's okay. I'll try to slow down time real quick. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's dope. I'll definitely be sure to put that in my calendar to come through because I would love to see you back to back. If you're looking for more events to do, though, uh, I do have connections with Sound Theory. I'm going to actually be doing their Thursday this coming up for the after party Liquid Stranger. It's going to be, yeah, this Thursday on November 17th. But yeah, if you want to come through this week, connected with the people that run that, and then that way you could at least, you know, have another outing for your djing and stuff like that so with your music i uh, i caught you on soundcloud but do you have it available on other platforms yeah i mean um everything with the exception of remixes is on every other streaming platform um spotify apple music to name a few but um even like deezer and stuff like that i don't know yeah how many people still use that definitely yeah. check out frequencies which he spells it f r e q w e n capital z is how you catch him on all the things and make sure you follow him on all the socials if there is anything else that you'd like to share with us uh final thoughts you have the floor for these last few moments word um yeah i have a metric fuck ton of music waiting to be released um i think 2023 i'm going to start pursuing um collectives and labels and stuff like that to start releasing my stuff um i have i want to say almost 100 songs ready to just be shared um but i did just drop a clip of one of my tunes that is going to be on my next ep called inky 
and uh, you should check it out on my SoundCloud. Yes, yes, that would be lit. And how many tracks are you going to release on the EP? Uh, it's going to be four, and Word. it's it's going to be a little different from um from stuff I've released prior because it's a uh, craziest darkest stuff i've ever made so ooh, ooh, it's exciting <laughs> yeah catch it everybody keep those ojos or your eyes on his socials for when that is out do you have an official release date yet i don't i don't i keep uh critiquing myself and going through and making minor changes no worries so, nah once it's you know ready, it's ready exactly exactly there's no you can't put like a definitive time on how long it takes for everyone to like do their process. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody right. has their own process and whenever you're going to release stuff um, or not, you know, that that's definitely your choice as an artist is be like, I'm actually just going to keep this for me. Or if you want to like release it to the masses. So yep. word, I'll keep an eye out for that though, for sure. And I'll be sure to promote it as well. Thank but you. yeah, yeah, man. Much love for you and your fam. And may everyone be happy and healthy within your family and everyone you know close to you. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. And thank you for joining me on this episode. So thank you. Honestly, thank you for having me. It was awesome. Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much again. And this has been episode 10 of the Panda Style Spaceship Podcast. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. It's not available. Please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang. Or press 1 for more options.
style and pattern
Yo, 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 we got Sound Theory tonight, November 17th with my set, Deep State, Hello, Schlop, we got Wonky Kong, all the underground squad tonight come through, 15 LTD, love to see you there, it starts at 11pm with the release of this episode, Frequencies was my guest, so I'm very grateful he was on there, make sure you keep a lookout for his EP release, and follow him on social media. And stay tuned for the next episode of the Panda Style Spaceship Podcast. Much love. <laughs>